Okay, uh, I'm sorry, please reintroduce yourself. Yeah, hi, my name's Craig Clausen, and I am the volunteer and technical, volunteer data and information technology lead for Rank the Choice Voting in Ohio. And uh, how long have you been uh, involved with, with this? Uh, I've been involved in the group for uh, two months now. In two months. Well, how did you uh, how did you get with them in the first place? Yeah, you know, so I've always been interested in ranked vo choice voting um, as an alternative to first past the post voting um, for many years. And when I had saw a Facebook invite come through for uh, a strategy and introduction meeting to rank the vote Ohio, I felt it absolutely imperative to go and check this out. And Ohio uh, is, is, is trying to get ranked choice voting on the ballot? So I'm not 100% certain how we're trying to approach it yet. Um, that's not necessarily my area of expertise, um, but it is something that we are trying to uh, do throughout the nation. Mm. Okay, uh, and you said how long have you been involved, like over the last few months? Yeah, it's only been about two months. Uh, uh, do you, have you... Uh, have you communicated with other states about about doing this? Like maybe some friends, some friends, or maybe Green Party or whatever else. Um. So, what was the question again? I'm sorry. <laughs> now I was asking. Uh, have you reached out to say like the Green Party, or like in other states as well as this state to see if they if they'd be willing to uh, kind of like uh, go with it? Yeah. So. Personally, I've reached out to uh, friends of mine who are progressive Democrats, social Democrats, libertarians, uh, a lot of the different constitutionalists, a lot of the different third party uh, organizations that are out there. Um, you know, it's not necessarily uh, – uh, it's a nonpartisan issue, right? Yeah. Uh, ranked choice voting helps everybody in every political stripe. So it, it, it helps bring conservatives and liberals to the table, but it also helps the progressives and the libertarians and the constitutionalists and the greens. So, uh, you know, ranked choice voting means more choices for who we want to have as our leaders in this representative democracy. And so um, the marketplace of ideas is larger with ranked choice voting. Hmm. Are you in Franklin County? I am in Franklin County. Now, I, me and my fiance just moved here from from Washington State, and we and they don't have ranked choice voting there. Which they did, but they don't. Uh, no, they don't. Uh, I um. Anyway, so I'm. Is it is it my understanding that uh, Franklin County has more than ten representatives? Because I first when I when I looked at the representatives for Franklin County, it was like more than ten. Like uh, I think like two Republicans and the rest were Democrats. Um, are you talking about for which legislative body? Uh, well, for like a Senate or for, for basically both houses. I see. So uh, at the federal level, of course, we only have two senators. Um, I am not certain how many uh, uh, federal representatives we have that are going to the House of Representatives. Um, and then, of course, in Ohio, there's also a two-chambered legislative branch at the state level, too. So that means that we have state senators and state representatives. Mm -hmm. And um, 
uh, I'm not familiar enough with how many of those there are to say that there's this many people in Franklin County. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Where where can the uh, where can people uh, go to uh, sign up for uh, for, for trying to bring to us voting on the ballot? So I would say that if people are interested in ranked choice voting, then they could come and visit our website at rankthevoteohio.org. Um, that's the that's a great place to start your conversation with it. Um, also, take a look at and do some research on your own. You'll I think that you'll just, you'll see that ranked choice voting really is uh, a better way to do representative democracy. And when to avoid that, it takes away the spoiler effect, or at least the crutch that Nancy uh, have, have used uh, uh, in regards to downplaying the Green Party vote, and independent vote for that matter. Uh, that, that's, it's, that's a way to get that out of the equation. It's also a way for people to be able to vote for whom they want to, and not just because they have to vote for someone. In regards to uh, the, the left, the somewhat left side of the spectrum, or the right-wing or conservative uh, side of the spectrum since the libertarian has become more the middle-of-the-ground type of Republican and the Democrats become more like the kind of leftist version of what the Republicans once were? Uh, yeah, I mean, ranked choice voting, like I said, it really opens the ground to any any party that wants to play in the political field, right? So, you know, this year, um, a lot of my Republican friends um, have been very displeased with what our current president is doing and have decided to, you know, instead of continuing to vote for, say, Donald Trump, are considering voting for Joe Jorgensen this year. Um, That is... In a first-past-the-post, the style of election that we have currently, that creates this spoiler effect, right? That's, it's in, ass, in essence, mathematically, it's taking a vote away from Donald Trump. And the same thing of Hawkins. Uh, if somebody's voting for Hawkins, right now, in the style of democracy that we have, that takes away a vote from Biden. And, and in essence, it really makes a... Um, it goes to what you were saying about the uh, Calvin about the spoiler effect, right? Yeah. So first, um, ranked choice voting eliminates that spoiler effect by making it so that you can vote your heart first and then have a safe choice second. Hmm. So, so what was your background in order to uh, to uh, allow you to get in, into the uh, ranked choice voting uh, movement? So I've always been highly involved in politics, but not necessarily as a um, community organizer or as a candidate. Um, I closely follow politics in my personal life. My personal background actually has nothing at all to do with politics. Um, I come from project management and risk management and um, information technology management. So um you know, one of my one of my things coming in was that um, I was really uh, I was really a big fan of Andrew Yang and his his ideas on how to modernize government by bringing in different aspects of the business world, things like Scrum and Lean and Agile, and so uh, 
you know, whenever we saw Mr. Yang um, get sort of pushed aside in the primary section, it sort of makes you say, well, I don't necessarily feel like throwing my hat in behind Biden. I want to be able to to support the people I want to support. And so I recognize the fact that that's not necessarily possible in today's environment. So I decided to come to the movement to try to make it so that in the future, I can put my full efforts behind a candidate and not under, not feel that that's counterintuitive to the way that the world is turning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, at, at least uh, uh, open and free uh, debates are going to happen tonight. So we'll actually be able to have, uh, like, Joe Jorgensen, Howie Hawkins, and, like, at least, I think it's three or, uh, I think a total of five people are going to be on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, actually debating uh, third party. And I think that could be a, a very uh, much a learning lesson for for America, considering the fact that I guess the debate between the, the two other people, um, uh, I guess their ratings were downhill. Because, I mean, it was basically just like two high schoolers going after each other with like almost no substance whatsoever. And uh, Joe Biden uh, backing off a Green New Deal, um, which... I already knew he was what he was going to do in the first place. I, I didn't think he was going to go for it in the first place. Uh, then you have Howie Hawkins, who was the originator of the uh, of uh, of said policy uh, back in 20, 2010. At least he ran around it back then. Um, I did have a I I had the opportunity to uh, uh, to tweet uh, Mark uh, Mark Charles, who is running as an independent uh, indigenous uh, indigenous guy um, and also a speaker. Uh, public speaker, that is. Um, I asked him if he was going to be involved in, uh, in the in the debate. He said no. I said, why is that? He goes, he's not on, he's not on ten, uh, in ten states ballots. I went, oh okay. So, uh, and I asked him what what the requirements were. He goes, well, you have to be a non-write-in in ten in ten states. He's a write-in in more than ten states, but he's not really on any ballots. I'm like, oh okay. Yeah. That that makes you a lot of sense. That part goes. That's one of the challenges that we have, right? I mean, and occasionally from third parties, you get these charismatic leaders, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, you look back, Bernie Bernie Sanders had been an independent his entire career. Uh, Ron Paul from the libertarian side had been a libertarian his entire career. And what happens is when you have these people from these third parties today, Right, I'm speaking about today. When you have these people from these third parties that have a legitimate chance of running and, and becoming leaders, they end up having to switch into one of the two major parties into so to, to get on the ballot and to be taken seriously. Um, with ranked choice voting, those charismatic leaders can stay in the parties in which they were brought up in and and be successful. And I think that's that's really what this country needs. You know, we we as a society treat politics almost like the Super Bowl, right? It's, you know, the red team versus the blue team. And the red team can never do anything wrong, and the blue team can never do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, reality isn't like that. Reality has shades of gray and purples and yellows and blues and reds and greens. And, you know, there's always... There's going to be a right answer for every problem, and it may not come from one of those two sides. Let's get those other 
organizations to the table. Let's hear what they have to say. And, you know, let's, again, let's have a marketplace of ideas that thrives. That's true and exactly right. It should it should be exactly that. You're right. Uh, and I what I used to do uh, on my on my YouTube channel was I would always open up with thank you Trump because he was so corrupt, so uh, outlandishly corrupt that he made what that what Democrats did in, in the privacy of uh, of ba- uh, backrooms out there. So he was so corrupt he actually made all that transparent. Which opened up, I think, the third-party possibility. And concerning the fact that they did exactly that on the debate stage, had no substance. In fact, it, uh, I heard that uh, Howie Hawkins' uh, website went down because of traffic. At least that's why I heard. I haven't, I haven't heard anything from, Howie Hawkins, uh, from uh, Mr. Hawkins himself. But And I had heard the same thing about Joe Jorgensen. Her website also went down after the debate due to traffic. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's good because that means that people are starting to see that there's more than just the two-party system. Or two parties, yeah. excuse me, the two parties are in charge. And yeah. now that the ranked choice voting is in Maine and has become popularized in regards to that and because they're going to have it on a presidential election this year, mm-hmm. that's a possibility that it will be uh, able to go in every state. We just need people out there or on the Internet and making sure people from those states disinterested in and making sure that those are on, on the ballot. Yeah, and I think it's also important to notice that to, to note that um, it is currently on the ballot to uh, to be selected by the people of Massachusetts. Um, the, the yes on two movement in Massachusetts oh. is about ranked choice voting. Okay. And also, Alaska is considering it this year as well. Hmm. So um, the Alaska hey. organization, you know, is. They are looking highly positive as well. So um, it's it's starting to catch ground state by state. And I think that, um, you know, we're going to get to a snowball effect where it starts to pick up and really move probably in the next two or three years. Yeah. Well, uh, it seems like it might be before then. Uh, I'm trying to get a hold of, like, other Green Party um, uh Leaderships in other account, uh, uh, other uh, states, and trying to find out what they're trying to do to get the the um, ranked choice voting uh, as far as endorsements wise. You know, like they endorse this part, and they're trying to get this on the ballot and all that stuff, and trying to get more of a movement behind it. Uh, that that's one of the things I'm going to be asking other uh, candidates once they come on come on my podcast. Uh, yeah. So I have at least four or five of them interviews going on next week. I would be asking that same question. And again, I think it's very important to mention that this is not a this is not a Green Party initiative. This isn't a Democrat Party initiative. This is a nonpartisan initiative of American citizens who are tired of only having two votes, right? Who tired of only having two choices. This is this is our organization is made up of constitutionalists, of libertarians. Um, you know, of all stripes, and and they, we want them to have the same discussion and the same access to the voters as everybody else. That's that's really what we're after. Uh, exactly, and that should be that way. Uh, well, it might this might be a short short interview since uh, 
<laughs> I, I I keep hearing your uh, your phone go off in the background. I don't want to uh, keep you from anything. Oh no, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, and if there's anything I can answer for you in the future, by all means, reach out. Um, again, our website is uh, rankthevoteohio.org. And um, we are if, if you are interested in participating in bringing ranked choice voting to Ohio, uh, I would encourage you to come in, check out what we have, sign up, volunteer, support us, uh, donate to us, um, whatever you know, whatever you feel would help, uh, would help you bring, you know, support our cause. We, we appreciate everything that you do. Uh, let, uh, let the other people in the movement know that they're welcome on this, on this podcast to, uh, to share their story and to get more out as far as information. And do you know, but are there any other zoom, uh, uh, zoom meetings going to go on anytime soon? So we have a monthly strategy meeting that happens towards the end of every month. Um, That that is, uh, right now, we're still in a lot of organizational phases, right? We're still building out our organizational team. Uh, We fully expect to to really start ramping up after the November election. Mm. Um, But I would say our next meeting is going to be, um, I believe it to be October 24th. I will verify that and let you know. But yeah. That would, um, it'll also be posted on our website, rankthevoteohio.org. Okay, so, uh, so that's the, uh, that, that will be a public meeting? It will be, yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, email, email it to me and, and, uh, and I'll, uh, I'll share it uh, through uh, Green Party and all that stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm mostly in Green Party uh, Facebook <laughs> group, so uh-huh. that way they, they can get a chance to maybe get involved as well and get their friends, family, all that involved. Absolutely, would love to have you. Okay, well, thanks for being here. No problem. Uh, Take and, care. Yeah, you too. And I'll, I'll share this, uh, uh, I'll email you this link later on as far as the, uh, the appearance goes. And this is going uh, mostly on a podcast. Okay. Just, just letting you know, that's all. <laughs> do you do editing? Uh, I don't. I, I do, uh, I, I, I don't do editing, and I just kind of l- let it be, be itself and see what people think. All right. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you very much for being on. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye. The recording has stopped. All right. All right, Calvin. So I listened.